This is Pastor Curtis L. Robinson, Sr. of the Emergent Hope Ministries, and I'm coming live streamed from the Lotus Flower Podcast. And today is the day that the Lord hath made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. And today I would like to put the focus in this episode upon positive attitudes. You know, it's always stated that in order to have a good life, you must have a good attitude. And of course, everyone would agree with that. There is things in life that must develop positive attitudes, optimism, acceptance, resiliency, cheerfulness, enthusiasm, alertness, humor, being a good sport, humility, gratitude, faith, and hope. And it was stated, and I quote from Mr. Frankel, who said, everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of human freedoms to choose one's own attitude in a given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way, unquote. An illness left Helen Keller blind, deaf, and mute for 21 months of age. And although she lived in a world of silence and darkness, she became a voice of the world, a voice of hope and a light. And it wasn't easy for her. She struggled in her mind to find a connection to others, a door to the world. When she did, she held the door for others, making it possible for many people to believe in themselves. When Malcolm X was in prison from 1946 to 1952, he could have vegetated, but instead, he spent those years educating himself. He copied every word from the dictionary. He learned about the black Muslims and became a convert. Upon his release from prison, he drew national attention for his writings and powerful speeches. Joe Paterno, a coach of the Penn State University football team, once said after losing a game that losing was probably good for the team since that was how they learned what they were doing wrong. Today, having an attitude usually means a bad attitude as in he's got an attitude or don't give me any attitude. So I would like to focus on developing positive attitudes as shown by examples in the world. And I want you to know that having a good attitude is a great thing. There's nothing wrong with a good attitude. And your attitude is your point of view your outlook on life, your state, or your frame of mind. It determines the choices that you make and how you feel about people, things, and events around you.
If your attitude tells you that algebra is boring, that's how it will seem to you. And you probably won't do your best in that class. And similarly, raking leaves can either be torture or fun. Why not have fun, I say. When you have positive attitudes, you can choose how to react to each situation that you encounter. You can't choose everything that happens to you, but you can choose what you think, what you feel, and what you do. And this gives you enormous personal power to control yourself from the inside out to direct your own future. And I want to share with you several ways to have a positive attitude. And you can choose to be optimistic. And you probably heard a pessimist described as someone who sees a glass of water as half empty while the optimist sees it as half full. The pessimist focuses on the negative or the missing water while the optimist sees the positive, the water that's there. Who has a better outlook? Who's likely to be happier and more confident and sure? Also, you can choose to accept things as they are. Now, this doesn't mean that you will wilt and give up. It simply means that you don't struggle and whine and bang your head against a brick wall when things don't go right, behaviors that make you a helpless victim. It's what eats you that puts the pounds of weight on your spirit. Instead, get on with your life. You move forward. And I also quote, you accept things as they are, not as you wish they were in this moment. The past is history, the future is a mystery, and this moment is a gift. And that is why this moment is called the present, unquote. Dr. Chaparro, MD. You can also choose to be resilient. Have you ever watched a tree swaying in a storm? A tree that stands rigorously or sternly will never win a battle against the wind. Trees that bend with the wind are those that survive. Like you, you will survive. It's like a tree in your like a tree and you can bend and sway as life batters and blasts you then bounce back again supported by your strong deep roots when you're resilient you can survive almost anything being hurt frustrated or let down losing friends making mistakes and much more but remember the image of a tree in the storm and you can learn a lot from nature. 
Developing positive attitudes doesn't mean that you'll never experience pain and suffering or disappointments. You will. But having good attitudes will help you to turn your problems into teachers so that you can learn from them and grow. Developing positive attitudes doesn't mean that you shouldn't ignore problems. If someone steals your bike, say, for instance, you won't say, so what? Instead, you'll contact the police and you'll report your bike stolen. And you'll do everything that you can to get it back. But if you can't get it back, you'll accept the fact that it's gone. And you won't let that drag you down either. Flip a coin in the air. What do you get? You either get heads or tails, right? Problems always have a flip side too. If you fail a test, you can flip the coin and learn to study harder or find a tutor. If you lose a friend, you can flip the coin, repair the friendship, or find a new friend. If you don't like your looks, you can flip the coin and develop a fantastic personality. You can also choose to be cheerful. Have you ever spent time around cheerful people? If you have, then you know that they energize you. They're like human battery chargers. You can be one too. Start by refusing to say gloomy things. Bite your tongue. Count to 10. Pull up the corners of your mouth. When you send out positive words, thoughts, and feelings, positive people and things are attracted to you. You can also choose to be enthusiastic. Greet each other and greet each new day with excitement. Approach tasks and chores with zeal. Enthusiasm is catching. And the more upbeat you are, the more people around you will feel and act the same. You can also choose to be more alert. If you're more alert to potential problems, you can be better prepared for them and even dodge them. For an example, a friend invites you to a party at her house on Saturday. But you remember overhearing her tell someone else that her parents are going out of town for the weekend. Parties without parents can spell trouble. You say, no thank you, or no thanks. Of course, you can also be alert to positive experiences. You hear an announcement about a team tryout or a new club. You write down the time and the place and then plan to go. You can also choose to have a sense of humor. When you do something silly, and everyone does at times, don't miss the opportunity to laugh at yourself. It's one of life's great joys. I've done lots of goofy and loony things and I've provided myself and others with many happy hours of entertainment. 
And once I was invited to give a talk to some seniors and without checking the address carefully, I mistakenly uh, charged into uh, a room uh, full of other people having a meeting and announced that it startled their faces as I was there to teach them a lesson on honesty. What a goofy, right? But that's what I chose. And if you laugh a lot, you'll be healthier. Laughter releases good chemicals in your body that stimulates you and can help you to grow. And many medical professions say that. Well, you can also choose to be a good sport. This attitude can win you friends, even if you don't win the game or the competition. <clears throat> Being a good sport means losing gracefully, smiling and shaking hands with the winner, not blaming other people or circumstances for your loss. You can't do that. That's not the right thing to do. So be a good sport. And a good sport also means not pounding your chest like Tarzan and gloating when you're victorious. In other words, be a good sport. Well, you can also choose to be humble. People who toot their own horns, they seldom attract an audience. And if you're genuinely interested in others, they'll see your, your good genuine qualities, even if you don't advertise them. And they won't feel that you're trying to one-up them. They can relax around you and they can be themselves. And you can also choose to be grateful. Think about it. You probably have a lot to be grateful for. Gratitude puts a smile on your face. It makes you feel good about your life and, and other people feel good about being around you. A good attitude, a attitude of gratefulness is what one needs. And also, you can choose to have faith. Yes, faith. For some people, this means believing in God or another higher being, a higher power. Others put their faith in their country, in other people, in things, or in themselves. Having faith means believing that things will work out for you and that you can work things out for yourself. If you expect to fail, you probably will. And if you expect to achieve, you're much more likely to reach your goal. An Indian native saying is this, and I quote, When the legends die, the dream dies. When the dream die, there is no greatness. Let me say that again. 
When the legends die, the dreams die. When the dreams die, there is no greatness, unquote. And that was from an Indian nation's saying. And lastly, you can choose to have hope. And I always say that hope is having only positive expectations. Because without hope, life has no meaning or point. We expect nothing. We plan nothing. And don't set goals for ourselves. So why bother? Hope may be your most important positive attitude, the basis for all the others. What do you hope for? What are your dreams? What are your ambitions? Your purpose in life? If you're willing to consider these questions, then you're already hopeful in yourself. Hope is the thing with feathers that perches on the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. Hope is the thing with feathers that perches on the soul and sings the time without the words and never stops at all. Consider for yourself, my friends, are you going to be responsive or are you going to be one who reacts? This is Pastor Curtis L. Robinson, Sr. of the Emergent Hope Ministries, wishing you and yours a very positive attitude and day. Thank you until we meet again.